Hello, 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 everybody. Welcome back to another week of Coffee Conversations. My name is Father David. And I'm Deacon Bob. Excited to be back. Another week, another week. It's just crazy how quickly a week goes. It's already, I know. It's already Wednesday. It's just nuts. Yeah. I, uh, so, so priests have a day off. Uh, if, if, you, if you didn't realize. So we tend to work on weekends and, uh, oh, you know, deacons too. <laughs> we, have, uh, we tend to work on weekends, so our, our, week, our weekend ends up being something in the middle of the week. So my, my day off is, is Tuesday. So I'm just kind of, this is like Monday, kind of <laughs> for me. But hey, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's good. Just getting to a new, getting to a new rhythm. Yep. I took some time off. I forget what afternoon it was. It was right after it snowed. Mm. And went up to Penitentiary Glen and nice. took a walk along the, the gorge. Nice. Was there snow out? The snow was on all the branches. It was really pretty. Awesome. Just freshly fallen snow and just a great way to kind of clear the head. Oh, that's clear great. The brain. Yeah, which reminds me, we um, we need to get a, a winter holy hiking uh, date out. We uh, it's one of the one of the great things we've been able to do during COVID time is this holy hiking. We probably had about I don't know 15 to well no maybe 20 to 25 people come out for hikes. We went to Penitentiary Glen um, a couple times. Really good, really good stuff, and just kind of walking, sharing, speaking about the scriptures, and it was a really good group. They really really enjoyed it. I think we gotta we'll have to get the get the Huskies out uh, for the <laughs> for the February time. We have to do a little shout out to Father Jeremy uh, Merzweiler because oh, yeah. he started holy hiking when he was here, and uh, he and it continues on. It did. Mm-hmm. I I'll have to say I, I did get to capitalize on his uh, his his good prayer and his <laughs> and his good idea. Yeah, uh, I think he had a good group when he was here, mm-hmm. um, and it really kind of took off. You know, just that's the humility of, of of ministry, the things you plant and things you do. You get yeah. to pass on, and you, know, you sometimes you don't get to see the full fruit of them, but. Um, so we're really thankful to him uh, for such a great, such a great um, ministry. He's really provided for all of us. So it's not the uh, so we got, we got something exciting uh, this week. We we've totally forgotten we've totally forgot to speak about it uh, oh. the past couple of weeks. But we're we've stepped into a new uh, a, a new tier of the podcast world in that we have uh, official uh, coffee conversations coffee mugs. So we have merchandise now. We have we have merchandise, <laughs> merchandising, wow. merchandising. That's pretty cool. So yeah, it's 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 a new level. We both got uh, we both got our official mugs. We, I, I have some some sleepy time tea, so hopefully it doesn't kick in too too quickly before <laughs> before the podcast is over. But. Yeah, I've got some uh, decaf spiced chai. Oh, nice, really nice, good. nice. So yeah, who knows? Maybe uh, in the in the future. Uh, I don't know. Maybe we'll have a, a drawing or a raffle, or yeah, that would be good. Some way of um, uh, of prizing one of these uh, cups, one of these mugs to uh, to a, to a patron, to a to a listener. So I did buy three. So all right. So we have one to give away. We have an extra. So stay tuned uh, for more more exciting things. All right. So to the topic today, uh, I want to talk about. Coincidence and providence. So I will confess that uh, this was the, my a bit of my homily last weekend, but you know, as they say, you know, work work smarter, not harder. I just noticed, um, and given the homily last weekend, that a lot of people were really, uh, really kind of jiving with uh, some of the things that I was speaking. So it's great, you know, the Lord was speaking to their heart um, through 
through what I, some of the words I had, and I just wanted to kind of continue it on in the podcast uh, today. You know, you can develop things a little more mm-hmm. uh, in the space that we have here. So it's this idea of coincidence um, versus providence. So what you know, what is coincidence? You know, it's um, defined as uh, let's see, a remarkable concurrence of events or, or circumstances without apparent causal connection. So it just kind of things happen, you know, and there seems to be some kind of connection, but um, there's not really a lot of meaning in it. It's just more random. Kind of random, mm-hmm. not a coincidence. Providence, uh, on the other hand, is defined as this, um, the protective care of God uh, as a spiritual power. So to say that things happen in life, you know, we, we live on this earth and we have experiences. And providence would say that they're not just random and meaningless, but that God is really wrapped up into a lot of the things that we that we do and we experience and we go through. Um, God is not separate from that, but is God is a part of that. In a very real way that we just kind of celebrated in the in the Christmas season, right? That God became a human being. Uh, he, he, he came close to us. So I was, as I was thinking about and preparing for the homily, I was remembering a time uh, when I was running. So I, I love to run uh, out in, out in the world on the track. Uh, out in, actually, I ran, went, went for a run at Penitentiary Glen one time on the Bridal Trail. That was pretty intense. Wow, you have that's, some. That's intense. Yeah, <laughs> I, I didn't kill myself or break a leg. So. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna walk on that one when it gets drier. Okay. But I don't think I'd be running it. So. Yeah. So that was an adventure. Sorry for another time. During cross country, when I when I when I was running cross country in high school, I got used to running by time. So we, uh, my our coach just got used to doing us by time uh, instead of mileage, uh, just because it's you get less chance for stress fractures and, and kind of oh, over cool. over exerting yourself. So I've just gotten very used to going by time. So I noticed over the past year that as I would hit my stopwatch, there would be a, a decent amount of times, probably more often than not that I would uh, stop it like on the perfect number. Like, so it was like, you know, 25, zero, 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 zero. And in a certain sense, you could say, well, it's just coincidence. Well, I had the right watch. Uh, I just had the right amount of energy and I just noticed it and all these things. But there was something real and when I noticed it happen, um, I would kind of have just, I would hear this within me. Like, you know, good job, David. You know, you do it. You did exactly what you needed to do. Um, you didn't do anything more. You didn't do anything less. And I just kind of took consolation in that and kind of saw that as a kind of a providential uh, moment. Could it have been coincidence? Sure. But, you know, with eyes of faith, with kind of trusting that God is not, you know, distant from us, but is close and wants to communicate with us, I really kind of saw, kind of really saw God um, in that moment. Well, I think... As folks listen tonight, um, or whenever they're listening, um, they might be wondering, is God present in my life tonight? You know, like, they might be wondering, is God even out there? So hopefully as we talk about providence or coincidence, people will have their eyes open to how God's working in their life right now. Right. Um, and maybe look for those moments of God or God incidents when they happen, yeah. as opposed to just going, well, that was a coincidence, and everybody looks at you and goes, yeah, I guess it was, but no, it was really God somehow mm. intervening in your life. Right. Yeah, it's really about perspective, right? 
kind of seeing providence or seeing coincidence. I mean, the same thing is happening either way. Um, and we, we may or may not notice it, but, but yeah, seeing it as providence really is, is, per, is perspective um, in a real sense. And I think practicing that, I don't know if you noticed when you bought your new car or anybody who buys a car, whether it's new or used, um, you start seeing that model everywhere you go. Right. Like you never saw that in the parking lot before, but now like you're parked next to one. Yeah. You know, I think our eyes get used to um, seeing what, what we need to see. Um, and I think God incidences or those God moments are like that. The more we look for them, the more they start to show up. Yeah, exactly. You know, and, and the thing is, when it comes to providence... It can, you know, providence can play out in, in very uh, inspiring and hopeful ways, right? Like just like my encountering my, my stopwatch and those things. But it can also, I mean, it can also play out in, in seemingly difficult times too. So say like, you know, we, I'm, I'm sure in our lives or in someone uh, of lives we've known, you know, had a, a, a traumatic kind of experience, whether it was an, an injury or uh, an illness or we... And we lost a job and just went, it, we were put into a, a season of life that really was, was difficult. You know, that's where providence is also at work and maybe be difficult to see. But I think sometimes we see providence in those areas in hindsight, right? After we go through a certain season. Um, and then we can look back and see like, well, because this happened and this happened and I met this person and did this thing that I wouldn't have done, you know, I'm this person I am today, mm -hmm. you know, where I wouldn't have, you know, done that otherwise. I think a lot of people, too, will talk about their worst day being their best day. So a friend of mine had cancer, and she said, you know, if it wasn't for the cancer, this process was really important in my life. Yeah. Um, looking at her priorities and things that she wanted to do after the chemo, um, and it pretty much turned her life around. Mm -hmm. So the, the worst day when she was diagnosed became the best day because after that, she started living a whole different lifestyle. Yeah. Yeah, it changed her. It changed her. Changed mm -hmm. her perspective. Changed, you know, and to be able to embrace that with, with humility, um, <clears throat> which as we know is, is an important, you know, Christian virtue. You know, to say that, you know, I'm not in control and, and that God is uh, in my life. You know, I mean, that's, that's you know, Mary, you know, uh, mm -hmm. Jesus' mother. That's fundamentally her her posture. You know, when she says, you know, God, uh, the angel, Gabriel, breaks into her life and says, hey, you're going to be the the mother of God. And she asks some clarifying questions, but ultimately, you know, she gives her, her yes. And that no matter what this means, and I don't know fully what it means, um, God is going to be in control of this, of this situation. Yeah, that can really change. I mean, anyone. I, I love. I got a new smartphone about a year ago. Yeah. Um, and I just am, am amazed by the apps that run in the background. Yeah. Um, you know, you go to the app and it's constantly being updated. I think God works a lot like the apps in the background. We don't know God's working, but God's constantly doing things in our lives to help us to love others and to love God even more. Mm -hmm. And the more we open our eyes to those incidences, then we can see him even 
even in a greater detail as we get used to them. Yeah, totally. So Deacon Bob, um, you you have a pretty interesting perspective, you know, as a deacon, um, in that you're kind of um, a part of, uh, blessed to be kind of a part of two worlds, you know, in the sense of uh, you're an ordained ministry, uh, but also you've lived a family life uh, in a very real way. Uh, and God is, I'm sure, I'm sure you have countless stories of how God has been a part of um, your life in different ways. How would you say, you know, um, providence is a part of um, your life, maybe especially as, as a parent? How would you say, you know, providence kind of plays a part of that? My wife, Debbie, and I have been married 40 years. So we have three children, uh, Katie, Danny, and Nikki. And we've done our best to foster their faith and give them a loving family in which their faith can grow. Um, one of the hardest things as a parent is when you let them go. Yeah. Um, my son was climbing this rock face in Devil's, I think it's called Devil's Lake in Wisconsin Dells. Yeah. And he said he got up to a certain point and he heard the voice in my head, kind of like that app running in the background that mm-hmm. says, this is probably not a good idea. He goes, Dad, he called me when he got down. He goes, Dad, I got up so high and then I heard your voice and I just started climbing back down. <laughs> um, I think God works like that in our lives. You know, God's constantly helping us make those good decisions. And we might go, oh, it's just coincidence, but it was really providence. Yeah. Um, or when you send your kids off to college or they move to a different city, you know, I can't tell you the number of times I just prayed that their guardian angel surrounded them and kept them safe. I didn't know where they were. I didn't know what they were doing. But I trusted God's providence in their life that God would take good care of them. Yeah. And it seemed like things worked out pretty well. Yeah. I mean, I'd say, you know, just in, in parenting, it is a great practice of, of letting go and trusting in the providence of God. Because, I mean, certainly, as they say, especially when you have your first kid, um, you know, and they come out of the womb and they're there and it's like, what do I do? Yeah, <laughs> there's no book that tells no, you what to do or YouTube <laughs> for yeah, this Yeah, I kid. mean, the fact that all of us are here mm-hmm. <laughs> and we're relatively healthy and sane, like mm-hmm. that's proof of the power of God that, <laughs> that God is, 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 uh, is really helping us um, uh, along in, in life. And I'd say, yeah. And, you know, and I get that question too, you know, from, from parents, you know, about, you know, kids who have uh, left the faith and, and, and different things over the years. And, you know, I think it is a, a practice of, of trust that whatever that child is going through in this, this season of their life, that knowing two truths, um, that God has not abandoned them, that God, that God is with them and will provide for them, um, despite, you know, whether they're choosing to follow him right now or not, and that your prayer is important for them, and that your, your prayer and, your, and your, the example that you've given to them you know, over over the years has has provided for them probably in more ways than you know. So it reminds me of uh, you know, a quote from um, John the twenty third. You know, he would I mean talk about a big family, right? You're mm-hmm. you're the leader of the, the the Catholic Church, kind of the father of the, the the Church on Earth, and you know you have a bit a lot of big responsibilities and everything, and uh, and he would say, well, he would get to the end of the day and say, well, Lord, it's your church. I'm I'm going to bed. Mm-hmm. You know, and knowing I, that he's going to provide for, you know, whatever. And as parents, we do the same thing. You know, we say, okay, God, they're your kids. I've done all I can. Take good care of them. 
because right. I'm going to bed. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, I need sleep. Yeah. So, I like Romans eight twenty eight, and it says that God makes all things work together for good. That yeah. God doesn't cause bad things. But whatever situation we're in, if we keep our eyes open, God can make something good come out of that. Yeah. And whether it was John the 23rd or parents going to bed, it doesn't mean like they haven't worked all day and done their best. Mm-hmm. But there's some moment when you have to surrender your kids or your church to God. Usually at the beginning of the day is a really good thing to do that too. Um, but at the end of the day, for sure, just trusting that God can do what you can't. Because he's always in the background working where we can't see. Yeah. All right. Well, coincidence, providence. As Christians, we're not called to just see things merely as coincidence, uh, but really to look uh, on things as providence. That God is really wrapped up into our, in our days and our experience, whether we kind of see it at the time uh, or not. We'd uh, just in light of this conversation, you know, we know there's probably a lot more going on in your minds and your hearts. We'd say, you know, if you if there's something is stirred in, inside of you because of this conversation, uh, please please feel free to email us, uh, either Deacon Bob or I. You know, as as, as church uh, leaders and administrators, we can um, a lot of times we can receive a lot of the the suggestions and the challenges and mm-hmm. the and the complaints of uh, of people at different times. Um, not seeing necessarily, you know, outright kind of a lot of the a lot of the good things that we know are happening in people's hearts. Mm-hmm. Um, so please, if you feel moved uh, to, if you're thinking and praying about something, please email us and let us know, you know, how God has really worked in your life in a way that you didn't expect at the time, um, either through us or through another person here at the church or uh, or some other completely random situation. Just how you got, how you saw uh, God present and providing for you, kind of despite everything. So. Or if this podcast was in your life at the right time, yeah, um, let us know how God's worked through your life tonight. For sure, for sure. Well, can you uh, close us out with a little prayer, Dean Bob? Absolutely. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy, Holy Spirit, Spirit amen. amen. Lord God, we ask you to open our eyes to the ways that you are constantly with us. Help us to know that you are always in the background, if not in the foreground, and your love surrounds us and those people that we love. And we ask these things as we ask all things through Christ our Lord. Amen. All right, everybody. Well, have a good week. Um, have some fun. Go on a hike. Soak in the soak in the snow. Whichever. We're going to be here sipping our coffee. And Out of our coffee conversation mugs. Our coffee conversation mugs. So maybe we'll get one soon. So All right. Sign God bless. Our, bye-bye. Our. Peace.